Hey guys, it's your host and content creator, Ash, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Murder Docs. So this is episode 11. I title this Pain. This was inspired by true events of a deadly love triangle that wasn't too far from me. It was about uh, about an hour away in a Ragnar Township, Pennsylvania. So story, tale as old as time, infidelity, lying, cheating, uh, secrets, rejection, all result in murder. So I hope you guys enjoy the bumpy ride that I am putting you on and let's get down to it. Happy reading, happy listening, guys. Pain. Soft music gently played on the surround sound system and the holiday lights glowed so beautifully. The warmth of the fireplace glowed and illuminated the neatly wrapped presents that sat under the tree. Family photos framed and hung on the walls showed true moments of happier times. I sat cozy on the sofa, dressed in a silky long kimono robe. Underneath was a black lace teddy, a little something I knew he'd like. Sitting on an end table next to me rested a glass of wine. I waited for my husband to arrive. I knew he would be surprised to see me. The thought of the look on his face as his tall and slender frame making its way through the threshold excited me. Glancing over my shoulder in the direction of the kitchen laid the body of his lover. Her legs, the only visible part of her, were stretched out. This wasn't my home. Here I was dressed in her clothes waiting for my husband to find us. According to him, our marriage was over. But for me, I wanted things to end on my terms. Our marriage was a beautiful creation, bound by love and dismantled by his selfishness. For the past 25 years, I've stood by him, encouraged his dreams, and allowed my own dreams to wither away. No children between us just for babies, a cruel card dealt by life. I wanted nothing more than to be the mother of his children. However, he despised them. Well, until he met her. Printed documents of their email exchanges, call logs, and photos of them together were spread out on the floor and taped to the walls. Over the music played the recordings of their conversations, his promises of a happy life, marriage, and children, all of which were my promises first, played aloud. I could cry no more tears. Rage had finally settled in. With my mental health unraveled, here I was in this strange woman's home, wearing her clothes and enjoying her death. My husband, a selfish man, thought after all these years of my devotion, that I would simply move on? I gave him the best parts of me, and yet he wanted someone else. Someone younger, prettier, and smarter than me. Was I not good enough? A six-week fling unraveled the magic of my marriage. For sure, it was a midlife crisis he was having. But when I confronted him, he claimed it was love. The slut was married, too. They met at work and she was his boss, 
a major flaw in her moral character indeed. But once I found out, I made the call to her husband and spread the news to their job. Swiftly, her husband and her separated. Clearly, they had their own issues, but once she was in the clear, she ran into the arms of my cheating husband. The thoughts of his happiness without me sickened me. No more. I took his happiness and found my own. The satisfaction of firing that gun and knowing the bullet pierced her heart was intoxicating. Her pain was nothing compared to the pain that I had felt. The recording continued. The exchange of I love you's played over and over in a loop. It was my fixation. My husband was a weak man. I, a strong woman, allowed myself to give him my power. Sitting in therapy for the past three weeks trying to figure out what was wrong with me. That he chose her. I couldn't wrap myself around it. His fury of me, trying to understand his relationship through secret recordings and hiring a private investigator, only continued to push him away. He didn't understand the monster he awoke. The small town girl who loved him since our first meeting was broken. With those shattered pieces of my life, I intended to cut him with every shard he made. The days before, I followed his lover, stalked her at the grocery store, dug into her trash, finding used condoms, and slashing her tires. His pleas for her patience was starting to wear thin, and I knew I needed to correct the mistreatment of myself. I needed to advocate for me and show him what he has done. I purchased a weapon and hollow point bullets. I knew their intentions would terminate any chance of her survival. I learned to shoot, practiced my aiming and learning to pick locks. She didn't know I was lying and waiting for her to come home. There was no struggle, just a simple shot, a single shot, and she was gone. The fear on her face was captured in my memory. Wandering her home, I found the pleasures of going through her life. How a young 30-something-year-old could disrupt my happy home interested me. My disgust with her was because of him, but she paid with her life. From his lover's cell phone, I sent him a message, a photo of the front door. He was puzzled and continued to call the phone, but his calls went unanswered. I wanted him to come, to find her, and to know that he was responsible. His messages of him racing through traffic to get to this quiet and cozy townhouse nestled in the quaint, well-to-do suburb went without a response. My cryptic message had his mind racing. Once I found out about their affair, as per our agreement for his forced divorce tactic, I pled my demands. I wanted things to go back to normal, that we would live together in our home for the next six months, that we would enjoy meals together and have that bond I knew we could share once again. He wanted nothing but a clean and friendly break but I was not pleased. The long arguments in the car at home resulted in him leaving. I knew what he was doing, 
and I knew where he was going. He'd call me crazy and tell me that I needed help. He'd handle me with child's gloves and that was unforgivable. I wasn't fragile. I was angry and I had every right to be. How could he move on so swiftly and so cruelly? He was ready to walk away from us, from what we have built. The true happiness came when it dawned on me that he had nothing to walk to. You could hear a car pulling up to the house. The sound of its arrival was urgent. He didn't peep through the windows, but raced to the front door. With his keys, he unlocked the door, and there he was, standing in a pair of blue slacks, a tie, and a dress shirt. Panic on his handsome face, and perspiration dots on his forehead. His eyes wandering, and his head turning towards the kitchen. He started panting like the dog he was. Slowly, his steps turned to sprint to that bitch. He knelt to his knees and cried out a most painful scream as he cradled her. The sight of him checking for a pulse, I'm sure, was laughable. Her blood had seeped onto the tiled floor of the kitchen and into a puddle. Disrupted by his touch, he became smeared. She was indeed dead. A wound to her heart had taken her. Screams and cries turned to a more panicked response. He got up and began searching for me. Twenty feet away, he found my body, lying on the sofa, my head turned facing her. He ran to me, holding me and crying, asking me what I had done. A matching bullet hole in my chest also ended my life. My suicide note resting next to me, with hope that the guilt would eat him alive. Was he ready for me? I was ready for him to find it. Hello, darling. I leave you with this. Through your selfishness, I hope you suffer as greatly as I did. You now have neither of us. Well, that was a very interesting experience and kind of a shocker. So yeah, sadly and unfortunately, they are both dead. Um, I didn't want to give too much away, you know, because it sucks when people spoil things. You want to just experience it for yourself. But yeah, so the real true story, the husband, you know, obviously survived and his lover and his soon-to-be ex-wife, passed. Uh, She had broken into his house, you know, broken into her house, would follow him, you know, stalk him. All the while, you know, he was kind of just, like, dangling her, in a sense. You know, it's, it's not worth it. If someone doesn't want you, as much as it hurts and as much as it, you know, feels like the world is over, it's not. You know, you have a whole life to live and you can recover. You know, I've been in that situation where you just feel like, oh my gosh, how can I go on? And then, you know, you you take in consideration all the things and all the capabilities that you have and how much of a person you are with human decency. You know, definitely move on, be inspired, recover, and grow. 
definitely don't kill your spouse and his lover or her lover, whatever, you know, just don't do that. Killing people is bad, but yeah. Um, honestly, from the perspective of watching like his interviews and all that, he seems kind of a jerk. Um, he, he kind of wanted his cake and to eat it too. I know, which is a stupid saying because you know, if I have cake, I want to fucking eat it. Why give me cake if I can't? But yeah, he started writing books and, you know, doing, I guess, little tours and stuff, just trying to recover who he is and all that. But definitely the vibe I got off of him, he just, he just didn't seem like a decent human being. Uh, it's unfortunate that he had to experience that trauma, but also he kind of created the situation in a sense where, you know, he just kind of didn't listen to the red flags, continued to enable, continued to allow it to just like fester. He, you know, he kind of put himself into a victimhood as well, where he's, you know, this person who's been solely affected, whereas, you know, everybody else related to the situation is affected as well. But that's just my thoughts on the situation. So I hope you guys enjoyed my content and I've actually been working on some more uh, art content. If you are familiar with the Facebook page, Facebook page is facebook.com slash whatever that thing is and then murder docs. So again, murder is spelled M-U-R-D-3-R-D-O-C-S. So that's the Facebook page. Um, I'll be posting like content and links and stuff. So that's exciting. And I'm also da, 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 uh, working with this organization called Buy Me a Coffee. So if you're interested, buy me a coffee. So it's www.buymeacoffee.com slash murder docs. So again, murder is also spelled M-U-R-D-E-R-D-O-C-S. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye.